0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Date with Destiny for Monday, May 21st. I'm your host, Lisa Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Angels in Disguises Foundation, Incorporated, specializing in making a difference in the lives of people suffering from HIV-AIDS in Africa by raising money to improve health care and quality of life. To learn more about the organization and to make a donation, you can visit their website at angelsindisguisesfoundation.org. We have a very special show again for you this evening. I am pleased to have co-hosting with me once again Ms. Teresa Hamilton who is the CEO. And founder of Making It Happen Incorporated, and joining us once again this week, we have Miss Terry Collins, who is a licensed clinical social worker, and she has also agreed to come back and share with us again. So I'm very excited to have both of them on. Hello, ladies. Hello, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. We're very happy to be here. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, it's exciting. Um, we will be taking calls later on in the show. So if you would like to call in with questions and participate in the conversation, that number is 347-237-4518, that's 347-237-4518. We had a little uh, technical difficulty last week uh, with the call-ins, so I'm believing that uh, we will not have that problem this week, that all those little bugs are fixed. And, um so, but call in, try to call in towards the second half of the show, um because for the first half I don't want people to call in, and then you're just sitting online waiting and waiting, so try to call in at least you know thirty minutes into the show um, i'm also I've also opened up the chat screen for those of you who are listening via your computer, and that way, if you have a question that you would just like or a comment that you would like to um, have voiced on the show, just type it into the chat and um, I will uh, try my best to address that. This evening's program, we will be talking about the renewing of your mind and how vital it is to your everyday existence to pay attention to what we allow into our realm of thinking and how we are responsible for most of the things that happen to us in our daily living. I dedicated a whole chapter in my book, Destiny Awaits, The Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink, on this very topic. Actually, this whole show was inspired by my book, and most of what we discuss now and in the future will be referenced from the book as well as my future books. I'm also interested in talking with new authors who have written motivational books and would like to promote their book on my program. I have sponsor rates available to send you if you are looking for more sales. This is an excellent vehicle to make that happen. My sales have increased since I started my program, as well as our websites have been doing exceptionally well. So I thank all of you who have purchased my book and visited our website. Also, anyone who has a business that they would like to promote, we have sponsorships available for you as well. The beauty about Internet Radio is we reach a very broad audience, and not just locally but internationally. I have been contacted by people from different countries who have listened in, and I am establishing some wonderful new relationships. You can send me a message through this site if you have tuned in via your computer, or... You can send a message through my Facebook page, A Date with Destiny, or you can leave a message via my website at yourdestinyawaits.net. You can also email me at lms at yourdestinyawaits.net, so there's no excuse not to be able to reach me. This evening we will be talking with two of my favorite people on the planet, (laughs) <laughs> um, I do have, you know, quite not quite a few, but I have some a few people that I just absolutely adore. And um, these are two of them um, that's going to be sharing with us this evening. And I believe that, again, tonight's conversation is going to be very empowering and inspiring. So I, I once again extended that time a bit so that we could – Uh, really get deep into the topic of renewing your mind. So let's get started and make the most out of the time we have together, shall we? Mm -hmm. So how are you ladies this evening? It's
2: a wonderful day, wonderful rainy day for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We did get a lot of rain. I call it liquid sunshine. We got a lot of liquid sunshine today.
3: (laughs) Yes. Yes, we're we're hanging in there. We're doing, you know, doing the best that
1: we can, making it happen, right, Teresa? Yeah,
3: making it happen, right?
1: <laughs> okay. So last week, Teresa and I talked about how to make our dreams into reality. Um, I had some wonderful responses from that program, and once again, I just, I, you know, I can't thank you all enough for tuning in and reaching out. Uh, Teresa, we also had a wonderful MIH meeting this past Saturday. And the MIH meetings um, we talked about uh, in the last show um, how they we, do, we meet once a month every third Saturday um, at yeah. 4 o'clock at the Applebee's on Ricestown Road. And it's a networking group, um, and it's absolutely just fabulous. People have um, joined and um, are doing great things since they've been with us. And recently we have a new member, um, and we once again want to welcome Ms. Colette Smith to our MIH family.
3: Yes, yes, yes. It's um, been just such a phenomenal moment in time. I think every Saturday, the third Saturday of every month, between 4 and 6, it's it's one of those moments where it's truly time well spent and you always yeah. come away feeling refreshed and re-energized to continue your journey toward your yeah. destiny.
1: Yeah, and this week we actually, um, for the motivational moment that we do in every meeting, we talked about having accountability partners. Um, and I just can't stress that enough, how if you have a business or if you're just trying to move forward in any part of your life, it really helps to have that accountability partner, someone that's going to hold you accountable to your goals, uh, things that you um, want to do, and hopefully you're writing your goals down. Because it's it's very challenging, first of all, to do your own business or to move forward in anything, but it's easier. It helps to take some of the pain away when you have somebody to share it with you. you agree? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, I think one
3: of the mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead. And I think one of the critical points is just being able to um uh once you have that desire whatever it is whether it's to start a new business or to write a book or to obtain a patent that once you have that desire in your heart the key is is taking a what I do is I just take a composition notebook and write down all of my goals and just making sure that those goals are front and center with you every day and taking mm-hmm. those goals everywhere you go. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's so important, and we want to um, get into that a little bit more. So let's, just, let's get started on our topic for this evening. Um, I want to go through, um, during this program, some of Deepak Chopra's book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, because I believe that this book is powerful and has a lot of truth to it. This was one book that truly resonated with my spirit, and Teresa, I know it did for you as well. Mm -hmm. And for our listening audience, if you haven't read this book yet, you need to. It will help you to move forward in your journey with more comfort and ease, but just like anything else, you have to apply what you are reading Mm
4: -hmm.
1: in order for it to take effect. One of the things I want to touch on again is how powerful we really are, how we have been given the tools to make manifest anything that we are desiring. I want to start off by reading from my book, Destiny Awaits, um, a portion of what I wrote about believing, and then we can expound on that a little bit more. Um, in my book on the chapter of Renewing Your Mind, um, Uh, it, It goes like this, whether or not you consciously recognize it, your mind is powerful. Most of us do not even use a small part of the power and capability of our minds. When God made this wonderful universe, he set into place certain laws so that you may have everything in abundance, not wanting for anything. He has given us power and dominion over everything on and of the earth. To fully realize and receive this power, all you have to do is believe it. In other words, it is in your believing that you will have and be whatever your heart desires. The next logical question is, what is a belief? Well, a belief is a thought that you keep thinking about and that you hold to be true. So whatever you keep thinking about turns into your belief. If you are thinking that you cannot have or that you will never have, then you are absolutely correct. You cannot and you will not. If you keep thinking how your bank account is always in the negative or that you will never get out of debt, then you're right again. It is really that simple. You will not succeed because you are believing and acting on the belief that you cannot succeed. So, um, Teresa and Terry, i open the floor to you now um, to expound on that a bit more as far as what we are thinking about and believing in. Yeah, I want to go
3: to, I guess it's it's a Bible verse, and this is a, I call it a revelation um, for those of you who are, you know, reading the Bible. One of the things I read, we all know the story of the Tower of Babel where they had built the tower all the way up to heaven and in um, building this tower all the way up to heaven, um, God came down. And you remember they were all spoke one language and confounded their languages. And then there were, the, you know, we, of course, have all these several languages. But one of the things that, that was shown to me, and I, like I said, I really believe it was revel- revelation, is that God created us in, our, in his image to achieve anything that we want to achieve or create.
4: Mm-hmm. We were
3: born to be creators, and that's how he created us. And mm-hmm. so, what he what, what what was shown to me is that even without God, so if you don't even believe in God, you have this capability to do anything you want to do to create. Like I said, with the Tower of Babel, it was a tower all the way up to heaven. So even without God, God has given us this ability, and I mm-hmm. think that man has to recognize. The more he understands that, the more he recognizes that, the better equipped he will be. And one of the things he says in that scripture is that now man can do anything that he imagines he mm-hmm. wants to do. And a mm-hmm. part of it, I mean, um, when you uh read a lot of Albert Einstein's books, one of the points mm-hmm. that he always makes is the, the importance of imagination. So for yeah. us, it's going to be critical whether we're religious or not, but if we're religious... We know we've got this extra strength that God gives us. But even so, God already created us to achieve anything we believe uh, that we want to make happen. We've got that, period. And so I would challenge the listener audience to really absorb and adapt that. And if you have that as a belief, then it's real easy to be on that path, to achieve whatever it is that you want on your
1: path. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, Teresa and Terry, um, most of the things, not most, but all of the things that we discussed on this program are things that we just didn't pick out of the sky and say, oh, you know, we're just going to talk about this and we're going to tell people to do these things. um, And, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's not the case. We talk about things that we we Mm -hmm. have experienced in our own journeys that we know to be true, and we know it to be true because we've lived it. You know, we've done the work, the necessary work on ourselves Mm -hmm. so that we can then turn around and help other people on their journeys to have a more fulfilled life. So it's not, you know, again, we're not just, you know, picking this stuff, cherry picking and, and just throwing stuff out there just to be talking we're talking about stuff that we know about and that we have experienced and that works in our life because if i if it hasn't worked in my life um i'm not gonna you know sit and tell you something you know just to be talking about it you know so all of the things that we discussed are things that we know to be true that have worked for us so um terry did you have anything that you wanted to add to that
2: Yes. Um the first thing I want to say is one of one of my beliefs and I'm I'm not sure if anybody if, if some famous person said this. Um mm-hmm. but you're only limited by the narrowness of your mind. Oh. Mhm. Mhm. We limit mm-hmm. ourselves. Um
4: mm-hmm.
2: and the other thing when I I will ask people um especially in my therapy practice uh a telling question it, I ask people, "Is your glass half full or half empty?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the people who have renewed their mind, the people who use their thoughts in a positive way to manifest themselves, will will always say, "My glass is half full." The mm-hmm. people who are the negative thinkers will say, "Their glass is half empty," mm-hmm. and that's a starting point for me. And right. I. The first part, of we, you know, we think that um, I don't think people really think about their thoughts. What am I thinking? What am I mm-hmm. thinking about myself? And I challenge people, when you get up in the morning and you're standing in the mirror and it's just you and your reflection, what are you saying to yourself about yourself? Are
5: mm-hmm. you saying,
2: I'm a wonderful person? You know, I can do anything. I can do all things. Or mm-hmm. are you saying, you know, are you repeating those negative messages that people have said to you over the years, like "I'm stupid," "I'm no good,"
4: mm-hmm. and people have to
2: tap in to and be conscious of and aware of what are their thoughts. Because just exactly. like you said, we have we've done the work. People mm-hmm. have to do the work. You're just as likely to have a negative thought as you, whatever the negative thought is. The positive the positive act can also happen. So why stay? So why stay with the negative? And that's what people exactly. don't. Are not unnecessarily aware. They're not thinking. Yeah. They're just going through their day.
1: Yeah,
2: and they're not yeah, mindful. Right. That yeah, them. and
1: and you know, I and I wrote about this as well um, about the mind, the brain. It's it's a muscle, and just like if you go to the gym and you're working on those biceps or those triceps and you're trying to develop some, you know, trying to develop a certain muscle, you have to put the work in. You have to go in 3 days a week or whatever and you're you're building, it's muscle building. So it's mm-hmm. the same thing with your mind. You have to you have to be consciously aware of the thoughts that are going through your mind every minute of every day because if you're not you know, things can come in there and you're like, well, wait a minute, how in the world did I start thinking about that? So if you are consciously aware of the thoughts that are popping in, that are just arbitrarily popping into your head, then at that point you can, you can control that thought and, and think about something else. You just shift the way mm-hmm. you're thinking, and that mm-hmm. is the process it, that doesn't happen overnight, but if you start now really paying attention to what it is you're thinking about, I guarantee you within a couple of months, you're automatically going to just you you're going to now just start thinking you' you're, you're, you'll catch yourself if a negative thought pops in mhm. Because now, you know, we just go on about our day because our days are so busy and so filled with everyday doing things that we don't take the necessary time to be still and just to try to capture, you know, moments of peace and silence
4: mm-hmm.
1: and and tell our minds, tell it, talk to it. Tell it to, you know, you know what, right now you need to just shut up because <laughs> I'm not believing that. Right. You know that's not real. What you're saying to me, if it's anything negative, if it's about something where no, you can't do that. Who do you think you are to to start a, a radio um, online talk show? What? Who's gonna listen? You know, mm-hmm. people. And then you, you know, then you've got the thoughts. Well, you know, everybody's got an opinion, and and, and it's not going to be for everybody. This is not for everybody.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But well, if the other I thing allow. We- negative thoughts to keep coming in, I wouldn't be doing this. You know what I mean? It would stop me. The fear of those negative thoughts would stop me in my tracks.
2: Right. And, Lisa, you, you turned me on to the book, um, Thoughts Become Things, also.
1: Which yeah. Which is a powerful yeah. book. Isn't that a powerful book?
2: hmm
1: Because it's it's like people have to really start being aware of how powerful their thoughts really are. And then not only their thoughts, but the words that come out of their mouth. You know, we speak life and death every day into our own lives, and we don't even realize it. And then we wonder, well, how did that happen? Why is this happening to me? Why every time I turn around it rains, it pours? Why are things continuously spiraling out of control in my life? Well, well, it's because... Go ahead. Right. People, they're spiraling out of control because people
2: speak it into existence. hmm <laughs> hmm That's true. That
3: is so true. And I think that, and I guess for your uh, listener audience, the key is, is that, it, like you said, Lisa, it doesn't happen overnight. its It takes years and years <sighs> of work to get it to where you want it. I mean, every day you're challenged by... Think, you know, thinking positive, as you mentioned, um, it, Terry, just to think, think positive. And I love your point about asking people whether the, the glass is half full or half empty, and I would challenge you to do a research paper on that. And I say that because I know both of us, uh, Terry and I, are, were taking psychology courses at the at Towson at the very same time, and I remember... <laughs> I started to notice that whether or not people's answer to that particular question made a difference. But I think it's a real important point that we start somewhere and we just take one negative thing out of our saying, out of our mm-hmm. vocabulary. My, my favorite one was when it rains, it pours. I think a thousand mm-hmm. people say that all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm always dealing with this or dealing with that but not only should we remove it from our vocabulary but then the key is to replace it with something positive exactly so now um you know i i will i will i will say something to myself like well god is always blessing me all the time or i have favor or just something that i'm replacing it with that is a positive thought and it has made
1: a huge difference in my life right mhm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That is so true. And, you know, um, one of the things that I've learned is that it really doesn't – it takes a minute to get to a place of total peace because that is a process. It's a learning process. And if you truly want it, you can get there. But the, the small miracles happen every single day, and it happens suddenly. Yeah. If you yeah. start to – shift your thinking it doesn't take years for things to manifest it takes things happen suddenly and and i don't know if anybody um well a lot of people have um they've watched the the tape uh, or the program, the secret, and I know that when you mention the secret, you know some people are like, oh, you know that's devil stuff, and you know, oh, that's you know that's that's voodoo or whatever. But it really isn't, because all <laughs> it is is just talking about God's universal laws. And one of the things that that uh, program did for me was when they talked about um, uh, something simple as far as you know testing, test, test the universe, and and this is what I have done. And now I just and Teresa. You are a witness to this. You know, when I go out, uh, uh, we go someplace, and, you know, okay. we know that parking may be a problem. <laughs> you know, I'm already asked. I said, okay, you know what, I need a, I want a great parking space. You know, and I don't mind walking, mm-hmm. but it just helps if, you, you know, you can get close as you can. And, you know, and it's like you're sending your angels ahead of you. And every single time that yeah. I speak that and yeah. I say I just want a good parking space, what happens? I get <laughs> I'm a witness. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a witness to that. It's every time. Mm-hmm. Now, if, yep. And now if the universe can give you that little thing that seems so insignificant, just imagine the bigger things that can come to you if you just start speaking it into existence and believing that it can happen. hmm And as a matter of fact, I have the secret um,
2: app saved on my phone. hmm And and today's today's secret, because they have a message every day, 365 days, today's is if you have any lack, if you are prey to poverty or disease, it is because you do not believe or do not understand the power that is yours. It is not a question of the universal giving to you. It offers everything to everyone. There is
1: no partiality. Exactly. I love that.
3: Yes.
2: Yes.
1: I love that. Read that again, Terry. If you have any
2: lack, if you are prey to poverty or disease, it is because you do not believe or do not understand the power that is yours. It is not a universe. It is not a question of the universal giving to you. It offers everything to everyone. There is no partiality.
1: Wow, I love that. I love that. And, you know, when you ask the higher power to guide and direct you, it will. I hear people say um, so often, well, if it's what God wants for me, well, if it's God's will, I'll have. Well, if, 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 if. Well, you know what? I've learned God wants what you want. He didn't already <laughs> set it up, you know, in the beginning of time. Just so, just for you to have what you want. So the yeah. key is that I've what I've learned in my own walk is that you ha- you just have to know what it is you want, and once you know, then you're able to move forward in it,
2: move and Lisa, towards this is a, it. This is mm-hmm. a great segue into talking about the vision boards.
1: Oh yeah, well go ahead. I'm gonna let you talk about it.
2: <laughs> because I know you have several, and I and I have I have a couple of vision boards. And the idea behind the vision boards is, if you just if it's if it's words that you write down or pictures, I actually took pictures and cut them out, cut out words that meant something to me because words are powerful messages.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: if it's if it's abundance, if it's if it's losing weight, if it's Building a house, put those things on your vision board somewhere in your line of sight that you can see it every day, yeah when you up when it's the first thing you see in the morning, whether in yeah. the last see at night you're, you're creating that positive thought and that power towards yeah. manifesting whatever it, your dream is, whatever yeah. God has placed in your heart and your spirit.
1: Yes, and you're right. I do have several of them, um, Terry. and now they've got even something that's more creative is um, the Pinterest on, online. you got an online vision board. I love that because now you can just go online and you can create anything that you see, any pictures that you see or desire. You can just pin that thing right there, and it's, it's just absolutely fabulous. But yes, you are absolutely correct. The vision boards—it's like magic. I can't tell you. I'm looking at several of them now. I can't even tell you how many things have come to fruition for me just by the vision board. And before we go any further, I have a caller on. Um, I want to go ahead since they've been sitting there for a couple minutes, and just you know, bring this caller in and uh, see what they have to say. So give me one second here as I
5: bring them in.
1: Hello, caller. You're on the you're on the air.
5: Hello, how are you doing, Lisa?
1: Fine, how are you?
5: I'm great. Ladies, how are you this evening? Well, we're Ladies. fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <Kid. laughs> so uh, Good. I just want to... Mm-hmm.
5: Excuse me? Go ahead. I just want to say that the power of belief does work, and uh, I have a witness, because Lisa, you know, you're my witness. I <laughs> guess. I uh, you know, Lisa and I went to school together and we've been friends for many years. And there was a time a few years ago where, you know, I was I was doubting myself a lot and well speaking with Lisa and having her help, you know, I stopped doubting myself and I stopped using the negative words like can't and won't, you know.
4: Mhm. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah.
5: you know, sometimes sometimes people when they're walking through life, you know, as you said earlier, they say, "Well, if God, if it's God will, you know, and I can have, maybe I can have." Well, sometimes you got to believe in something because if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. That's right. So, so it's not God's will for you to be sick. It's not God's will for you to be poor. But if you keep believing and you keep telling yourself that That's exactly what's going to happen It's going to come to pass that you will be sick, you will be poor
1: That's right And you know, I thought that was you I wasn't quite sure, but I'm so glad you called in today um, And you are absolutely right um, so, so tell us now, you know, what, what you're doing with your life And, you know, how things have changed since you've started to, you know, turn your mind around
5: well, you know, I'm, I was laid off from my job a few years ago, and it was a job I was killing myself at,
4: mm-hmm. but, uh,
5: you know, and that's what I thought I was going to do the rest of my life, oh, yeah, I'm going to come in here and kill myself every day, and that's <laughs> mm-hmm. going to be it,
4: mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. but, uh, like I said, after a while, I started using the positive words and uh, started believing in myself, and that listening to anyone else say this is all you're going to do this is all you're going to be because you can't do that because they will push that on you and try to make you believe that so you can't listen to that yeah but uh now i've moved on i'm a i've gotten a different job i'm a division manager for an energy company and wow. <gasps> every day, oh, every day yeah. i wake up and i i thank god and i also tell god what i want you see, you gotta let him know what you want. Go ahead mm-hmm. and oh.
1: mm-hmm. you
5: know, you mm-hmm. can't just keep it to yourself and hope he knows. Mm-hmm. And that's a busy man. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. He said care the whole world. So if not, if it's God's will. You need to sit down sometime, you thank him for what you have, you thank him for what you're going to have, then you tell him what you want. All right.
2: Mhm. And, you know, God's already told us what his will is because he's told us that he wants us to have things exceedingly and abundantly beyond Mm all we can imagine. He's already told us what his
1: will is. That's right. And we doubt it. And we doubt it at every turn. And then we wonder why we don't have or why things aren't manifesting. And the why is is the reason, you know, the why is you. Because (laughs) you're truly not believing that you can have it or that you're worthy of it. Right, he's already told us our will, his,
5: his mm-hmm. will. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, it's funny when you when you listen to people and they say, well, why did God let this happen? Well, wait a minute, <laughs> why did you let it happen? You, right. you know, you're the one that spoke. Oh, I'm gonna lose my job tomorrow, or oh, I'm gonna get an accident, yeah. you know
1: what? Yeah. And then the first yeah. thing
5: you're screaming is, oh, why did God let this happen to me? You know, you let it right. happen. You brought that into your life.
1: Right. 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 So, so um, Pete, tell me, um, for you, now you said that it's been like a couple years. It's like been two years, has it been, about yeah. two years? So yeah. how long, like for when you started the process of, you know, turning your mind around and starting to think positive instead of negative, how long was it before you started seeing results?
5: Well, for me, I'm, I'm going to tell you, for me, it was almost instantaneous,
4: you mm-hmm. know.
5: Because, you know, I went through, I would, I was programmed to mistrust. You know, I was programmed mm-hmm. to think the worst and just hope for the best, you know. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I spent many years in the military doing work there, and that's, that's the mentality a lot of times in some of the jobs you have. Right, And it, it it took a lot of years for me to finally sit down and take a deep breath and say, you know what, this is not working. Right, <laughs> You know, this is not working. And no, no matter how much I say, well, I'm just going to not believe it's going to happen and maybe it will, and it won't. Because I'm already mm-hmm. telling myself it's not, something is not going to happen. Something positive is not going to come into my life.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, and you know... The definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing you're always doing, expect different results.
1: <laughs> where have I heard that before?
5: <laughs>
1: I am so proud of you, oh. and I'm so happy that um, you know that you called in. But but more importantly, that where you are right now is just phenomenal. It's absolutely yes. phenomenal.
5: And and I got to tell you, and I want you, ladies, and. I'm going to let you know and everyone out there listening, from the time that I've known Lisa and speaking with her, I mean, she she can put a positive outlook on your life, period. you get it for uh-huh, me,
4: uh-huh.
5: you know, and I really appreciate that and I appreciate you talking me down One of the days I felt like I wanted to jump, you know, but uh, I just really appreciate you and your show is fabulous and you ladies are fabulous and I just want you to know.
3: Thank you, Aww, thank you
1: so much, thank you so much, so you. you're nice. not supposed to make <laughs> me cry, okay? <laughs> but thank you, thank you, thank you for so much for calling in, and I appreciate you too, and love you so much, and um, you know what? It ain't over, baby. This is just the beginning.
5: <laughs> oh yeah, this is. Oh yeah, there's more to come. I'm gonna tell you, it's I'm gonna more tell to you come. And everyone else out there. There is more to come, but. You gotta want to receive it, and you gotta believe it's coming. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, thanks
1: again so much for calling in, and you take care.
5: Thank you. You too. Good night.
1: All right. Bye bye. Wow! Isn't that amazing? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Isn't that amazing? And that's a perfect example of what um, we're talking about. And I just, you know, can't stress enough how. Vital it is to start really paying attention to the words that are coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a he's a witness. You know, because um, I talk to a lot of people and I, I sew into a lot of people. Teresa and Terry, you both know, mm-hmm. and it's it's just so. Um, you know, so when I hear words, you know, certain words like especially the word can't. Well. Mm-hmm. We, can't was not even a part of the vocabulary in my household. You know, mm-hmm. my children didn't even know what that was. Can't, well, what, do you, what is can't? I, they, they just didn't hear that. So, right. But a lot of, you know, households, they, they do hear it. And, you know, our youth, uh, for example, there are so many kids out there who are hurting today because their households are hurting and because yes. people don't know better. You know, right. when we know better, like I say every week, when we know better, we do better.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and um, I want to, you know, I gave the two of you an analogy a couple of months ago when it was given to me. Um, you know, the spirit just, just, just dropped it into my spirit about a thought, okay? A thought is like, you know, imagine, if you will, you have, you know, open up your hand, and in your hand you have a bunch of seeds, Okay, mm-hmm. so when you take those seeds, so let's say you have seeds, you know, they're, they're um, vegetables or flowers or whatever, and you take them and you plant them into the ground, into fertile ground, what's going to happen to those seeds? They're going to grow, right? That's mm-hmm. right, they're going to grow. You, you take it, you, you water your, you know, you water your seeds every day, it rains, and they just do what they do. They're seeds, so they have to grow, am I right? Yeah. So your soul is like the soil, okay? Your soul is like the soil. It's your inner soil. And your thoughts are the seeds. So your thoughts are seeds, and then whatever you think about your thoughts, it drops down into your soul, the soil, mm-hmm. and it has to grow. Mm-hmm. right so whatever you're thinking about that's why things come about and we don't even realize that certain things are coming about because we have initiated the thought which is a seed that has been planted into our mind right and the longer you think about that thought that thought is now going to drop down into your soul which is your the soil and it's going to grow. And if you continue to think about that particular thought that you just dropped mm-hmm. down into your soul, guess mm-hmm. what? Whatever you're thinking manifest. about, yeah, it's going to manifest and it's going to grow. Why? You know at because least I had feeding a feeding um, that thought. Go ahead. I mm-hmm. had a a
2: client that I used to do therapy with and she had this wonderful analogy and and, and again, this is a cautionary tale in monitoring your thoughts. And, mm-hmm. you know, she grew up in a household where she felt she was never accepted, never good enough. And what she said to me one session was that what, what had grown in her were weeds. Mm. And she recognized it was because of the years of the negative thoughts and the, the negative messages from people in her life that she had grown weeds inside wow. herself and wow. it was now her goal to to pull all those weeds out and grow a garden and she just talked about how she was going to grow this beautiful um, color-filled garden inside herself Wow with her you know with her newfound spirituality and her awakening and you know and it was it, it's a wonderful analogy and it's a cautionary tale what are you growing? Are you growing weeds or are you growing your garden?
1: That's yeah. awesome. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. And, and and again, it's what you pay attention to. If you pay attention to the weeds, well, then you're going to have weeds that's just going to choke and strangle the life out of you and you know it's like you know you see those those old houses those old mansions that have all the vines growing around mm-hmm. the columns because it's been you know there's no work nobody's caring for it anymore so you ride by a lot of these old houses and they're decapitated or is it decapitated i have to say that or and you know they got the vi- you know it's just it's just horrible looking
4: Mm-hmm. Because
1: no one is taking care of the exterior, and we we can only imagine what the interior looks like. Right,
4: so that's just right. the
1: same with your soul and your spirit. You're choking the life out of yourself, and you don't even realize it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and
1: many. Go ahead. Uh,
2: if you hang if you if you hang around with negative people, maybe you should think about changing. Hmm. That you hang around with. And you know what? I read a Paula book White Paula White book mm-hmm. one time, and I'll never forget this. She said that there are four types of people who will come into your life,
4: mm-hmm.
2: those that add, those that subtract, those that multiply, and those that divide. And the people wow. who subtract and divide in your life are the people that you need to stay away from. Mm-hmm. Wow. Say, that be- Say that again. Say that again. There are four types of people me. that you'll meet in your life. Mm -hmm. Those that add, those Mm -hmm. that subtract, those Mm -hmm. that multiply, and those that divide. Mm -hmm. The two types of people to stay away from are those who subtract and divide in your life. Those that bring division and take away from your life. Those are the types of people to to stay away from.
1: Right, right. And the people who are constantly negative. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know people that will constantly talk to people who are negative and they know that they're negative. Mhm. So my thing is, you know, for me, you know, I'm I've started telling people that, you know, I, I appreciate you and my life and so on and so forth. But you know, we need to start talking about other things because if you're talking about someone else and if you're talking about something negative or even that, you know, that spirit of that person, you're bringing that spirit of that person into our conversation, you know, I don't don't need to hear that because, you know, that's not going to do any good but to bring the negative spirit over both of us. Right. So you have the power to control what you listen to. You don't have to listen to that. And I would suggest to anybody else who is listening to anybody who is negative at all, I don't care what it is they're talking about, if they are talking about anybody else, number one, first of all, you know, they need to pay attention to what they're doing in their life. But if you're talking about other people and then if you are, especially what somebody else is doing or not doing, hello, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Are you enjoying listening to, you know, negative talk about other people?
4: Mm-hmm. Then if
1: that's the case, then, you know, stop wondering why your life isn't turning around and why there's so many so much chaos going on around you. Yeah, because you're inviting just, it in.
3: Right. That's a very good point and I I think that as we move forward, people everyone has a desire to do better, to have more money, to be, yeah. you know, have great health, to have a loving family. We all have desires, but as, as we were talking talking about the book, the seven spiritual laws of success.
4: Mm-hmm. In order
3: to to ensure that those desires that we have work, we've got to get rid of some of the things about ourselves that are hurting or are keeping us from moving forward in what God has for our for our lives in terms of destiny. And one of the things is non-judgment. And I know in reading Mm. Deepak Chopra's book, that was, for me, I was this person that thought I was a nice person, and that was the created self. (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm. You know, everyone Mm -hmm. would
3: say, oh, Teresa's nice, Teresa's nice, but that's a self-creation, not the real Teresa. Because when I started to read this book, actually, it was literally life-changing for me. I realized that I was very judgmental. Everybody I would come into contact with, maybe I wouldn't say it to their face, but I'm Mm -hmm. judging how they're Mm -hmm. looking, what they're wearing, why they can't seemingly get their lives together. And Mm -hmm. all of that, which Deepak does a wonderful job of discussing, all of that noise, so to speak, was Mm -hmm. keeping me from reaching my goals.
4: And it wasn't
3: until um, he talks about the law of intention and desire and essentially what that means is I my intention is to do better, to have a brighter future in terms of, you know, a better job, better family life and whatnot. I can have that intention but and also desire, but unless I am detached from the, re, to the results of that intention, I'm never mm-hmm. going to come to the fruition of that. Uh, and unless I'm not talking about my brother in a negative way, I'm not going to meet that. So a lot of these things that we want require a lot of work within ourselves. It's never, yeah. I always say this, and my mother would always say this to me, she said it's never the other person, it's always you. And yes. if we would live a life where we really focus on ourselves more than looking outside at what this one is doing and how that one is returning, the benefits are just
1: major oh in terms God, of really yeah. walking in our destiny. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Teresa, you that's so uh, uh, valid um the point that you just made, um, as far as looking at ourselves because I mean we're all a we 're all a work in progress, even now we're yes. still a work in progress, yes. but I yes. can you know looking back at the old self you know before you've come into this enlightenment and you've come into a new awakening i I call it our true rebirth um yes. you know looking back on that part of again it goes back to recognizing ego and right. um you know, ego is what most of us allow to control who we are, what we say, what we think. It's that mask that we put on for everybody else, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. it's, the, it's when you do a study um, like we have done, I mean, extensively on ego, um, you learn if you really want to live a more pu- a peaceful and joyful life, you've got to learn how to lay ego down, You've yeah. got to learn how to speak to it and tell it, get thee behind me. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've got
1: to learn how to listen. To lay that ego down so you can hear what the spirit is saying. Because right. I know for me, e- you know, ego is a, big, it is a big thing. It's a big issue for a lot of people. They won't admit yes. it. Mm-hmm. But those are the ones who are pointing fingers at everybody else on what they're doing and what they're not doing is because they're afraid to look. And my my late pastor, um, the Doctor um, Marvis P. May, used to always say, you know, when you point in a finger, you've got one pointing back at yourself. When you're pointing a finger at somebody else, you know, like that gun, you know, you're mm-hmm. what's pointing back at you? Your mm-hmm. thumb, and it's pointing right back at yourself. So you are mm-hmm. so right, Teresa. That yes, most of the time, it's you know now I don't look at another person before I look at myself. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Because again, it's getting back to renewing your mind, and um, you know Jesus said it in the Bible, Romans twelve twelve. It's in the renewing of your mind, and whatever a man thinketh. Yeah. That yes. That is like listen to those words. Whatever mm-hmm. a man. Thinketh,
4: mm-hmm.
1: so is he. So Ooh. you need to really pay attention to what you are thinking about. Because you whatever know, you think about, you bring about. That's right. Right. And it goes back, Lisa, real quick to that
3: saying. I I, I love the saying, and I wish I could. It's small minds talk of think, talk about people, I think and mm-hmm. great minds talk about things and ideas i think it's something along that line something like, yes. and what mm-hmm. i'm finding in life is that's very very true i mm-hmm. can in 5 minutes in a conversation with a person and what they're primarily talk about determine how much they're doing or accomplishing by what their conversation is like in 5 minutes so yeah. a person who's telling me about what somebody else is doing and how they've got they're all screwed up in the head and they're not making it happen versus a person who's telling me, you know, I'm attempting to write this book and all that, you can just, just tell just where people are. And mm-hmm. so when we learn to really, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're our brother's keeper. I, I strongly believe that. And the more we have positive things to say, then that creates, that doesn't create what I call static. They're mm-hmm. static when you want an intention or a desire to occur. And Deep and Deepak Chopra does a wonderful job of discussing this. Is that there's all this little static that we have, and it's not until we kind of rid ourselves of this noise, and I call the people talking noise. And when we're at that, in those quiet yep. moments, that that's at that point when we can breathe or or think about our intentions and desires. That then the the God and the universe brings it all back to us or, or, or manifested for you know, becomes manifested for us. And so, there, like I said, there's this whole process that goes on, and you know it because I know in my own life when I'm not making headway or I'm feeling like things aren't, I, I go back to that quiet spot, that quiet yeah. place, and then I have to, mm-hmm. Lisa, you yeah. and I know, we talk about this all the time, we're just not feeling good, we're not feeling comfortable, and we realize we somewhere we've got to go back. To silence, yeah. back to meditation, yeah. back to figure out where what it is that we're supposed to do and make yeah. it
4: happen.
1: Yes, because you know, for me, you know, I am well. You know, my path and my journey right now. You know, I'm on that spiritual that spiritual path and. For me, Teresa, when I discovered, um, I used to hear people talk about, you know, meditation, 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 and then I said, you know what, when I was really, got, got, got to the point in my life when I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of things <laughs> just not going, you know, uh, the way in which I believed that they should, I just always knew that there was something more. You know, there was something more. And, and if you are a believer in some a higher power, a higher being, if you believe in God, if you believe in Christ, then you, you know, we say that we do, but then we doubt. We doubt the word um, uh-huh. that he told us. So I was like, you know uh-huh. what, no, I, it's time for me to take the bull by the horns uh-huh. and figure this thing out. And I didn't care what it took you know, for me to do that. And it's a, it's a discipline. It is a discipline. Mm-hmm. But one mm-hmm. thing I learned is that we have to, it's it's all in the mind. You know, it's all in controlling the mind. And then the meditation yeah. came into play for me. And so I mm-hmm. studied, I did a research, a thorough research in, in meditation. I said, okay, the, I've been hearing about this meditation and how powerful it is, and let me tell you, I can't live without it now. If I go, wow. I can I, maybe one day I, I'm good, mm-hmm. but two mm-hmm. or three days without it, then mm-hmm. everything starts to get chaotic because mm-hmm. we are doing, mm-hmm. Teresa and Terry, all of you, we are doing so much in our lives. I mean, we're doing two and three businesses at the same time. Right. We've got people that are depending on us, you know, to, to make mm-hmm. things happen. Um, and that can get really um, hectic. So Mm -hmm. if you don't take the time to plug yourself back in, you know, plug yourself into the higher being, Mm
4: -hmm. then
1: you are going to, even for somebody as spiritual as I am or as grounded in the word as I am, it can just run amok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't. Be funny you say that, because you have
3: those days when it's truly running amok. <laughs> like those are my
4: days. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and they that's the reason why,
3: say <laughs> Yeah, and those, and that's why you have to say, just like you said, you have to take the time to renew your mind. Yeah. you know, daily sitting down, and it requires just the stillness or the moments. And I'm finding for myself. I'm constantly challenging myself, you know, to turn the television off of the, the – I'm one of those – the, the housewives series,
4: uh-huh, the, um, uh-huh. what
3: do you call it? So I – and I know this stuff isn't good and I don't need to have it. And I'm not saying that it's not good for other people because, you, you know, things have to hit every, – everything that I do is not – maybe not for someone else.
5: But right, for me, right. I need
3: to spend more time reading, more time meditating. And you are challenged by – it's like a choice. You know, right. do I sit down and watch three hours of this stuff or do I go in a quiet place where I know the benefits are going to be so much greater? And yeah. so those mm-hmm. are some of the choices that you're faced with in that renewal process.
1: Well, you know what, too, I've, it brings me to mind when you just said that about the, the scripture in the Bible where, G, uh, where it says, I thirst. When Jesus said, Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm, thirst. mm -hmm, And then, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. when um, he went to the well um, with the woman of Samaritan and he was talking to her um, and he was telling her that he can give her um, life-giving, you know, water or bread, you know, um, that will never die. And that is so true because, you know, when you are in a place where you just want the you know you just want to know i guarantee you anybody who is listening right now if there mm-hmm. is something in your life where you mm-hmm. are just wondering what's going to happen how do i make this happen what do i need blah 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 all you need to do is ask the higher power ask God to show you what it is that you need to do and I guarantee you those answers will come to you. If you focus yeah. cuz what you focus on what mm-hmm. you focus on will come about. Yeah, I mean that's just yeah. you know I, I'm a witness. I've witnessed it mm-hmm. time and time and time again. And again that goes back to um you know that that program the that's the secret which the secret is, you're, ma- you're powerful. You have the power to make manifest. Mm-hmm. God gave it to you. He said it. Mm-hmm. For those mm-hmm. biblical scholars that are listening in and, you know, they're like mm-hmm. really honing in on my words as far as, what, you mm-hmm. know, what God said and he didn't say, mm-hmm. read it for yourself.
2: That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, he said, you know, Christ came, he said, you know, the same God that dwells in me
2: in you. dwells
1: in you. So, hello, the miracles that, that Jesus was, you know, uh, doing, the healing, we have the same power and same ability to heal. Yes. Yeah. We have yeah. the same ability to speak into our own lives and to speak into other people's lives and heal. We have that healing power. So it all yeah. depends on you and how much you want what you want, which leads me to um, another thing that I want to read that I just absolutely love. Um, And it's entitled, How Much Do You Want What You Want. And, Mm -hmm. Teresa, you've heard me read this before. It's a young man asked Socrates, how could he get wisdom? And for me, wisdom is like the ultimate, okay? So (laughs) a young man asked Socrates how how he could get wisdom. Socrates replied, come with me. He took the lad to a river, pushed the boy's head under the water, held it there until the boy was gasping for air, then relaxed and released his head. When the boy regained his composure, he asked him, what did you desire most when you were underwater? I wanted air, said the boy. And Socrates said to him, when you want wisdom as much as you wanted air, when you were immersed in the water, you will receive it. Mm -hmm. That's how bad, that's how much we have to want what we want as much as we want air to breathe
4: mhm
1: and yeah. when you are sure when you are absolutely certain and this is and this is so true cuz Terry and both of you can attest to this mm-hmm. when i um last year when i was invited on a radio show to speak and then i walked away from that it was like a, an awakening for me because it's been so long since i've been in the broadcasting realm that you know I totally just wasn't really thinking about it that much. Um, I had planted the seed a while ago, and then I just let let it go. But it wasn't until I got there that I realized at that moment I realized what it was I truly wanted, which was a platform to be able to enlighten and empower people um, you know with with wisdom and insight and and knowledge and all of that good stuff. And that day when I st- stood there in the mirror and it, it was like my aha moment, <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, this is what I want. And as soon as I realized what it was I want wanted, it was there for me.
4: There. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When we're yeah. confused, it's when we're confused and we're not really knowing is when you don't get what it is that you're truly wanting because you don't even know. So how right. can yeah. the universe give it to you if you don't know what you want? Right. Yeah. Right. But you're right. So, again, we have to be careful what we are thinking about, and you really need to take the necessary time to, to, to work on your own mind, the thoughts yes. that are going yes. in and out. Because, Teresa, you said it earlier, our minds is always a bunch of chatter. It's chatter, chatter, yeah. chatter, chatter, chatter. Well, what are you paying attention to? Right. And you have the power to to stop that chatter. You have the power and the ability to stop it. Right. right. And related to the
3: power to stop the chatter, um, Deepak talks about the law of detachment, which was for me the most critical, important law in the book.
4: This oh my gosh. book
3: literally changed me. I mean right. changed me in a way that I I I just feel like a lot of the things that I have been able to accomplish, I would not have done so without this book. And I always tell people that it's so important to read. Reading, if you mm. want to do something for yourself, God will lead and guide you to the books that you need for you to improve right. on your, upon yourself so that you can make it and, and get the things that you intend or desire. But the law attachment literally says that you want to have the successful career. That's your desire. And your intent is for it to come to pass in the future. But intention, which is what he talks about, you want to ensure that it comes to pass, but you are not, you're not going to be attached to the result. That's the law of attachment. Or you want this wonderful husband. A lot of women out there, well, you know, no, I I just want a nice husband. Well, you can want a wonderful husband and a great husband to come, but you cannot be attached to the result. So, for instance, if you're dating someone, you can't, you know, you're going to just let things flow naturally. You know, whatever happens in your relationship should happen naturally. And then only you know, you're not going to be attached to the results. So if it looks like your relationship is working up, yes, you do all those things or whatever you do to keep your relationship intact. But if, for instance, it's truly not working, then you're going to just let it go effortlessly and freely because you right. never know. Who's out there? Who's waiting? And so that was my problem. Like I said, I was so, it's really, I call it, it, it really should be the law for control freaks. <laughs> <laughs> a law. Yes. Because I was a control freak. I was very sweet and nice, but at the same time, I wanted to control. And this is a, a challenge because most great leaders are this way. They are mm-hmm. looking at controlling and buttoning up. All of the little fine details to ensure success. That's a natural. But on the other end of that spectrum is that you can get so caught up in the, the details de- and so caught up controlling mm-hmm. things that you yep. miss the big picture. Big picture, and sometimes there are things that are bigger and better waiting for us, mm. but we're so busy trying to control
1: everything that we lose sight of it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, you're you're right about that, and that's another thing, girl. I can attest to is just the whole thing of trying to control the outcome. Yeah. That's yeah. a big mistake. You know, we can't. We have no more control over the outcome of a situation than there's a cow on the moon. <laughs> um, which, you know, pretty, look, maybe one day that will happen. But right now there are no cows on the moon, so we cannot <laughs> control. We, we just don't have the control over any, any given outcome. All we can do is do the best um, that we have at that time, and we expect the best outcome to come or to yes. happen. But to try and control, that's where anxiety comes in.
4: That's yeah, why, you know, yeah. where we
1: developed, and, and, you know, I'm going to tell you, years and years ago, um, I, there were some things that had happened and gone on in my life and with my family that I, you know, because like you said, Teresa, we're so used to being in control of everything. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when things started just going haywire, you know, and then all of a sudden I couldn't control it, like you know I'm used to controlling it then anxiety started setting in and that's when you you really develop anxiety attacks
3: That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. and and I had and I had done that um several years ago and it was just absolutely just crazy. It was a crazy time in my life, but because I know that there is a God that you yes. know and I know anxiety is a lie. I mean it's it's real but you can he- you can be healed from that.
4: Mhm. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. now I no longer have the need to control anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. tell Teresa, my life is, you know, I-, I always use the term, you know, just like water, you know, I just let it flow.
4: Right. You know, mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. us
1: fighting against the current and swimming against the current, you gotta learn mm-hmm. how to just let it flow. Mm-hmm. And when you right. can let it flow then, you know, you are uh you have peace,
4: right.
3: right? Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, that's where the peace comes in, and it's like, for example, I think your caller called in and said he was laid off from his mm-hmm. job, and then mm-hmm. look, he's got another job that's much more rewarding and fulfilling. And so that that's okay. the thing is that when things happen to us, rather than getting upset and feeling like, oh, will I ever get another job, we need to let it, you know understanding that it is as a natural occurrence, like you said, letting letting it flow. This is a natural occurrence and go with the flow. And when you yes. go with the flow, intending and desiring, continuing the intention and desire, but also really not being attached to the results, then we end up with a much better
1: outcome. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I yes. can't even tell you how much better my life has been Um since I learned that lesson, and it's a lesson again, it's a process. Um, I yes. want to, you know, invite callers to call in again. That number is three four seven two three seven four five one eight three four seven two three seven four five one eight. But getting back to the uh, point about. Um, just paying attention to what we are thinking about. Ask believing you have already received and you shall receive. And that's a process, too. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, you know, it it, it, does, it happens overnight. But when you start to do it, it really does happen overnight. Yes, yes, yes. You know, true. when you really put that into practice, And and another Mm -hmm. thing, too, um, you know, if you're sitting around and you're miserable, if you are miserable miserable about anything in your life right now, you have the power to change that. Yeah. You have the power to change it. You don't have Mm -hmm. to be miserable about anything. So if you knew that there's something out here, I'm telling you, if you know that there's something out here and a way out of your situation, I don't care what your situation is, because there's no situation that God can't handle. I mean, you know, stop putting God in a box, people.
2: Mm -hmm. True.
1: Stop limiting what, you know, the, the tools that he has given each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. once you do that, then you're going to start to see the great, the good things that you know that can come about in your life and turns your whole life around. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, so, I have. Um, I was waiting to see because I had a, another treat for everybody tonight. Uh, one of the women that we had worked with um, that comes to our meetings, she's a poet and um i was going to have her call in i don't see her yet but um have her call in because she did this another awesome poem she has a book of poems but she has this other another awesome poem that really uh fit this format tonight mm-hmm. so um if you're out there miriam it, i need you to call in so we can get that poem in before we sign off this evening Um, So, Teresa, you said that there was another part in the book. Oh, before we get to that, I want to give you guys another book, Thoughts Are Things. Terry, you mentioned this. It's a great book, and that's by Prentice Milford, M-U-L-F-O-R-D, Prentice Milford, Thoughts Are Things. That's another excellent book to Mm -hmm. get and to to start turning your life around. Um, And I believe the caller that called in earlier I had referred that book to him as well, you know, for him to start reading that. And, you right. know, and it's a process because, again, we are raised a certain way, you know. We are raised, you know, uh, and and taught things even in our religious groups, you know, or the churches that we go to, um, right. our parents, our grandparents, whatever. And, you know, they did the best that they could with what they had at that time, but, you know, there was just something more. Um, And, you know, it goes back to what I talked about last week, Teresa and Terry, um, as far as, you know, even if you are an entrepreneur or you're thinking about starting a business, you know, our parents work nine to five jobs. Right. With good benefits. That's the way yeah. their life, you know, this is what you do. You get a 9 yeah. to 5 job or get a good government job. You know, you get a good yeah. government job and, you know, <laughs> with good benefits and you'll be taken care of for the rest of your life. Well, you know, yeah. that's all fine and well and it worked for you, but that may not be what's, you know, what I want. And then right. people yeah. wonder why, you know, well, mom and dad, you know, I, I'm going to college and, you know, they want me to be. They want me to be. So what's wrong with that statement right there?
2: Be what you want to be.
1: Yeah. Right. That's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Live your own dream. Live your own dream and your own journey. Yeah. And then you wonder why you're you're feeling the way you do about certain things is because you're allowing too many people in. Um, Yeah. And you have your own mind to think for yourself. So that's where we are with that. Um, but right. Teresa, getting back to you real quick before um, I'm hoping Miriam will call in before we sign off. And you were saying about uh, one of the other chapters in the book, right? Um, um,
3: just um, speaking more about the law of intention and desire, and I really I want people to leave uh, this uh, this hour and a half or so with what can I do in a concrete way to make it happen. And one of the things that uh, Deepak Chopra goes into is He tells everyone, and it's it's called Applying the Law of Intention and Desire. He says, make a list of all your desires. So the first thing Mm -hmm. people need to do is whatever it is that you desire is to make a list. Sit down and write everything down, and then carry that list wherever you go. And Mm -hmm. the key is to this is that when you have that list, it's so important to look at that list before you go into silence and or meditation or, you know, you hear – A number of authors say, before you go to sleep at night, Mm -hmm. um, make sure you read it. That is the time that there is that, we call uh, that gap period,
4: that Mm -hmm. when you're
3: um, at that, that's the most critical moment for your subconscious to work. Because sometimes our our consciousness, and and Terry could speak a lot on this, will Mm -hmm. limit us because it, deals with what we know now, but the subconscious can take you to that next realm or that level beyond what the conscious mind knows. And then the second point I wanted to raise is that once you submit and you do this and you have to do this, you like even when you wake up in the morning, before you go to bed and when you wake up, then once you do this list, then release it, release it, meaning don't yep. have any attachment to it, Um, And he says, release it to the womb of creation, trusting that when things don't seem to go my way, there is a reason and that the cosmic plan has designs for me much grander than even those that I have conceived. And if there's anything that I could leave with your guests, it's those two points. Make your list of desires. Read them before you go, uh, your, before your, your meditation, you go to bed at night, and when yes. you get up in the morning, and then release them. Don't
4: yes. try to make
3: it work. Don't try to make somebody, you know, if you've got, a lot of us have familiar situations where, oh, you know, I'm going to make my husband do blah, blah, blah. No. Mm-hmm. Have a mm-hmm. desire about how you want your husband to handle things. Write those things down on a piece of paper. Look at them before you go to bed at night and when you get up in the morning and when you wake up and he doesn't take that trash out. You're going to just let it be, let it flow,
1: right. and just right, release it right. to the womb of creation. Wow. That is excellent, Teresa. Wow. I love That's that. How, that is powerful. And it's so true. You know, I, I tell people, too, the last, it's like the the last five minutes that you feel like yourself just about to drift off to go to sleep, you know, yeah. start thinking, envisioning something that you want. Right. hmm Envision mm-hmm. that thing Right before you Are about to go to sleep Because you know Like they always say Like if you watch a Whatever program If you're watching TV At night before you go to bed You know If you just read a book Right before you go to bed Well that thought Sticks with your subconscious mind When you go to sleep Yeah So intentional yeah. Be intentional About what you're thinking about Right before you go to bed And watch that thing come true I read an article yeah. um, What about Maybe two years ago now Where this woman Did this very thing It was you know an African-American woman, you know, uh-huh. every night before she went to bed, she envisioned herself hitting the lottery, I mean, for wow. a, I mean, a, the lotto, and she uh-huh. hit that thing for a couple million dollars. And she said, you know, I, before I went to bed at night and when I woke up in the morning, I envisioned myself receiving that check. I even saw what I was wearing when I received the check, you know, wow. um, and the whole nine yards. And I read that story and I got so excited because I'm like, this really works right wow yes. it really yes, works it does. and i want to encourage um my listeners as well um there's an exercise that i wrote in, in after every chapter in my book there's an exercise and under the exercise the exercise for renewing your mind um i i'm, I'm going to just read this to you um and i guarantee you if you do this yeah. you are going to start to see a shift and a change in the way you start thinking about things because now you're making a conscious effort, you're paying attention to the negative thoughts that are coming into your head, and you will, be, you will be able to start replacing those with positive thoughts. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to write down the things in your life that you feel are blocking you from obtaining something that you truly desire. After you write them down, take a look at what you've written. Write down what you are feeling about each one. Make two columns. In the first column, write down any negative thought. In the next column, write down the opposite of that word or thought. Once you have completed your list, take a look at the positive column and focus on what you see. Take the positive list and rewrite it on a separate piece of paper and post it somewhere where you can see it every day. Focus on each word. Pay attention to how it makes you feel. Positive Mm -hmm. words will bring about positive and good emotions. Hold on to those good feelings and other good feelings will start to come to you. Keep a log of each one as they come to you and you are now exercising and conditioning your mind to think about the good and this opens the door for inspiration. Keeping a record of these thoughts and feelings will show you how you are moving in the right direction and towards receiving what you truly desire. So, again, I do encourage everyone to, you know, pay attention to what you're thinking, write it down, and, um, you know, post it where you can see it. Okay, That's, I have Miriam on the line. Go ahead. Did
3: you
4: okay.
1: want to say something? Yeah,
3: just one final comment. Um, having worked in the corporate world, we were always tasked with um uh, major goals and I always found and I would whatever it was that the staff we needed to pay attention to, we we would make happen. So you have to really acclimate yourself to thinking about it talking about it, and it is true. Whatever you focus your mindset or you pay attention to, it will come about. So like I said, I really challenge everyone to complete the exercise that you gave them because it's truly going to make a difference.
1: Right. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So real quick, I'm going to bring Miriam on um, and have her read one of her poems that I just thought was absolutely beautiful and it really um spoke to uh what we're talking about today. Hi Miriam. Hello. How are you there? Yes, yeah, can you hear me? Uh, no, n- no really you're in the You're in the background somewhere. You need to come to the light, baby. Okay, can you light. hear me now? Yes. Hello? Yeah. Woo, there you go. How are you doing? Oh,
6: okay, cuz I I had you on my cell phone and my house phone and Kitten kept saying you couldn't Okay. Oh
1: yeah, you know this. Yeah, there's some little, some little bug things going on around here. But you know what? You're here now, and I want Thank you to God. read that awesome poem. Uh, what's the title of this poem? It's called "Broken Are the Chains." Step away. Broken are the chains. Step away. So, um, what inspired you to write this particular poem?
6: Well, um, I, I was realizing that sometimes. Uh, you know, we, we ask God to uh, deliver us from a situation, and he has, and but we're still standing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that if you make one step, he'll take two. You ask the Lord to deliver you from a situation, and for some reason you don't realize that he's delivered you from that situation. You know, your, your, your habits haven't changed, but he's delivered you. Right. Uh, your whole surroundings have to change. Right. And you're not realizing that, you know, deliverance has been done. All you have to do is step away from the chains. Step away. Mm. So
1: now with that, let's, let's, hear, let's hear the poem.
6: Broken are the chains, no longer bound by earthly vices. Sin is forgiven, step into where the light is. Shake the shackles of drought and despair. Loneliness and trying to find love everywhere. Broken are the chains of dismay and defeat. The links of distraction and discomfort are obsolete. Broken are the chains of physical and mental poverty. Step into grace. Thank God for His sovereignty. Broken are the chains of misconception and the non-belief of immaculate conception. Mm. Step out and step away. Don't stand there confounded. Your bounds have been loosed. Grace is now abounding. Broken are the chains and the yoke has been destroyed. God has made the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus has come to fill the void. Step out of your shackled pace and walk in salvation's freedom. You are now an heir to the throne in God's heavenly kingdom.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow Absolutely Wonderful Beautiful <laughs> That is so <laughs> powerful That ladies and gentlemen so Was Mrs. Miriam Bryce Who is a brand new author And, and, and an anointed and gifted poet yes. Um, yes Who we're just so very proud of um, And tell us the name of your book Miriam
6: It's called Gifted Words Poems of Praise and Promise
1: And how can people get a copy of that book?
6: Oh, you can contact me at my, um, my, at my email address, which is Miriam, which is M-I-R-I-A-M underscore Bryce, B-R-I-C-E, at yahoo.com. And say that one more time. Miriam, M-I-R-I-A-M underscore Bryce, B-R-I-C-E, at yahoo.com.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Miriam, thank you so much for coming yes, back today awesome. and reading that. You are just awesome. You're awesome, Phenomenal. God. You're just awesome. Phenomenal. Thank you so much. And, and
6: I, I wrote that poem also. I was thinking about uh, when Paul and Silas were locked in jail and mm. the earthquake that went on and how the foundations of the prisons were shaken and, you know, the bounds were loose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 mm-hmm. I got it from Acts uh, chapter sixteen, verse twenty-six.
1: And you know what? that the reason I wanted you to read that is because we need to step out of the shackles of our mind. You know, take the shackles, yeah. take them loose. You know, where yeah. we our minds are bound up, and we need to just break break the shackles. You yeah. know, correct step out yeah. of that. We you have the power to do that. You know, right. so that, that's that, why that I had to mentality that.
6: thing going on. Say that again? I said break the chains of that slave mentality.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. 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 as you're yeah. free. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, Miriam, thank you again so much and you know I'm going to have you back on. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right. <laughs> you enjoy the rest of your evening.
6: Thank you. Okay, you too. Thank you.
1: All right, sweetie. Bye-bye. Well, that but, was that was just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't she just awesome? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we're gonna we're gonna stop there, um, and I think we've given everybody enough food for thought for this, you know, particular uh, program. Did, did any of you have, either one of you have anything else you wanted to add, real quick?
2: Uh, the last thing I just want to say is for people to ask themselves: Is their glass half full or half empty? Alrighty then. I know where I know That's the answer good. to
1: that one. Ooh, I know, I know. <laughs> very good question. Very good. That is a very good question. Um so we're gonna stop we're gonna stop there and um I just want to once again thank everyone um for tuning in with us this evening. I just am so filled, and each and every week that I get to come back here and to share with you all, you know, I, I get excited about that, and um, I really enjoy reading your emails and your, you know, the my inbox. Um, on Facebook, gets, you know, I, I go on there and I have a lot of responses, and I just want to thank each and every one of you for taking that time to support. Um, Once again, I want to thank Terry and Teresa for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us um, because, like I always say, for knowledge is power. And when we know better, we do better. Um, My Facebook family, I love you all. And I want those new people who are tuning in to once again, go to my Facebook page, A Date with Destiny, and like that page for me. And and then just share the link with your friends and family. Um, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, let's see. For my listening audience, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title and help my ratings to go up. And as well, you all, you know, by doing that, you also get the um, updates for the show in in your inbox. Also, stop by my website, YourDestinyAwaits.net, and leave me a message um, ab- about what you thought about our show this evening. And next week. May the 28th is Memorial Day um, And I will be posting one of the rebroadcasts of the show um, Because it's a holiday and I know everybody's going to be out cooking out and enjoying their families So I will just post one of the um, older shows on for you to take a listen to And uh, what else do I have for you? Then I will be back, though, on Monday, June 4th at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time so that you can tune back in at that time and listen to us live. So I want everyone to have a safe and blessed holiday weekend. Your mission, ladies and gentlemen, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you all next week. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.